0: You're listening to the Geek & Glitter Podcast, where we talk all things geeky, from fashion to lifestyle. San Diego Comic-Con is right around the corner. Wendy Lee sits down with Tony Kim, CEO and founder of Hero Within, a sophisticated geek fashion brand, to talk the exclusive pieces that will be available at Comic-Con, the future of geek fashion, and, of course, tips and tricks on how to get through Comic-Con. Stay tuned. So for this episode, I'm sitting down with Tony Kim of Hero Within. You may know him as Crazy for Con on Twitter. I like to call him Mr. Comic Con. Hi, Tony. How are you? Hey, Wendy. How's it going? Good. Thanks. I'm so excited you could be here and hang out and yeah. do this today. So Comic Con is three just days, days, away. days away. Three I know. days away. Are you sleeping? Oh no,
1: no. I stopped sleeping uh, about ten days ago. And uh, <laughs> the and when I do sleep, it's like the the panic dreams and oh, the stress yeah. dreams. Like I had a dream that I was. Um, uh, the, boot, the booth I was in um, that we were set up in was like for some reason it was like half the size and we're like why is it so small and everything you know oh. just, so all these like weird scenario dreams have been happening and you know it's like going to bed real late and waking up super early and yeah. just constantly thinking and so it's it's funny because Comic-Con itself is super stressful for a lot of people, mm-hmm. but for those people like you who does media, and for us like vendors, and, and I do media as well, yeah, the, the weeks leading we up to it are just
0: exhausting. It so is. so exhausting. Like people are like, hey, what are your plans for Comic-Con? I'm like, I, I don't I know. know.
1: I haven't even I haven't really thought about what I'm actually doing other than preparing
0: for the show. Do you so. get to get away from the booth a little bit?
1: Yeah, fortunately we have a great team, and... So uh, there there are some intentional things that I need to do as far as connecting with some people. But then uh, in years past, we've had like a very busy schedule outside of the booth. But this year I decided that after, uh, I've mean, i been in the past couple months, I've probably been to six cities in two months. And doing shows and all that, and so I'm going in like, I'm going into this show, like, just so exhausted. <laughs> already,
0: already tired, and yeah. this is the big one.
1: So I decided that I'm going to intentionally make this in a little bit more chill of a show, Good so I can you. just actually enjoy it a little bit, and spend time with my friends and family and whatnot, so... So yeah, I think this year I'm going to try to get away from the booth a
0: little bit. Good for yeah. you, because every year people. I've seen you just hard at work, and I yeah. remember running into you at WonderCon, yeah. and you you had two booths That's there, hilarious. and you ran, you got yeah. some cardio yeah. in that, on that one, and you ran back and forth, and it was crazy, because I would walk from one booth, and then I would kind of walk around the convention floor, and I was like, oh, well, let me just try check out the other Hero Within booth, and then you were there, I was like, wait, but
1: are there two Tonys, or... <laughs> Cloning, we figured out cloning, so that's the one thing that we worked on, though. Done. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, so two and that was a lot of fun, and um, yeah, I, I think if we tried two boots at Comic-Con, it probably would I think
0: you, you would probably die yeah. of exhaustion. Yeah. So, for the viewers, or for the, I, I'm still thinking we're on camera, we're not on camera for this, for the listener listening in, and if they don't know Hero Within, can you describe what the brand is about and how you got started with it? Yeah, Hair Within is a
1: sophisticated brand of Carol. We basically create subtle, professional wear for run up fans. You know, I, I like you and like a lot of listeners, um, grew up with tons of fandom all around, and now that we're, you know, we're not college kids anymore, but we're <laughs> out there, professionals, influencers, uh, out in the workplace, in the marketplace, whatever, and, and there's not a lot of options when it came to expressing our fandom and. Um, like sure so way. So, um, you know, I was, uh, going to so many comic cons and realizing that, wow, I wish there was something more out there than just your basic t-shirt or your sweatshirt kind of thing. And, um, we're, I think fandom really has been, um, uh, very fortunate to have pioneers like, uh, Ashley Eckstein from her Universe and, other companies to kind of spearhead the way mm-hmm. um, and really see that oh there is a market for next level deep fashion, but there wasn't at that time there really wasn't anything for like guys there just wasn't that top of the offerings and so after some research and you know trying to poking around I found that wow there really isn't anything out there so I guess oh, I'm gonna try something and so <laughs> this was so in 2015 I showed up at Comic Con uh, I announced on my my personal blog that. I started this this idea. It wasn't even a company at that point. It was just an idea, wow. a name, and I had a um, a sample Superman blazer. And I just kind of walked around and just said, "Hey, if, you, if I see, I'd love to get your feedback and tell me if this is something like this existed. Would you want to buy it?" Wow. And so it was awesome to kind of see people give me a lot of great feedback and um, you know a lot of uh, uh, great just. Uh, Interest in something like this. Fast forward uh, to about a year later, it's before well, it was a six months later, and I was really wrestling with like oh, I had this awesome idea, and I feel like yeah, there's a real, a real, there's a need in the market. And I feel like that this would be a real legitimate company, but you know, someone have to do it full time, and I have a job, and I have a family, and a mortgage, and all that. So there's just no. So way. So essentially,
0: life. Yeah, yeah. I was like, there's just
1: no way that this could happen. Right. And then you got, uh, but you have to be careful when you say things like that because two months later I got laid off.
0: Oh and God, so I was, yeah. this world, I swear.
1: <laughs> so I was like, okay universe, I I hear you, fine. <laughs> and so, uh, so I thought, yeah, I guess this is it. I guess it's the time to make it happen. And so I just jumped into the deep end of it and uh, we uh, announced our official company in 2016 along with the Warner Brothers license and then we launched at Comic-Con uh, Uh,
0: 2016, so three years ago. Wow. What a story, because I really hadn't, like, I've known you for years now because we run into each other at Comic-Cons, but I haven't actually heard the story of how you started. I didn't know that you like, went in with just a sample blazer for Superman and walked around and got feedback. I literally thought you had this, like, in my head I had this grand idea of, like, you like, you know, unveil the booth, hero <laughs> within, like, confettis, and then everybody's like, yeah, look at this, it's new, It's because it's not anything I've ever seen before. Yeah,
1: no, it was, I literally was just walking around from anyone who stopped to have a conversation about it and just showed them the blazer and just talked about it, cast vision around it, and that was it. And then the following year, we came to Comic-Con, but without a booth. We, mm-hmm. we had announced the company, started pre-orders had these sample collections and I'm literally that year, I'm just running around with a handful of samples, just hustling it. To, <laughs> I mean, literally going to panels, going to events, wow. going to booths and just literally saying, Hey look at these, someone look at these. I I launched a company and somebody look at these. They're like literally just on the street corner, just wow. hustling it. And so the following year was our first booth, 2017. But that first year, even though we had just launched I mean, it was just nothing but just me and my team on the streets just trying to get someone's attention. That literally was all awesome of us. Can
0: you talk about the struggles of yeah. that? Because um, you are obviously no stranger to Comic-Con yeah. before all of this. So even though you had a lot of friends and you knew people from Comic-Con and not just attendees but people that worked in or may have been involved in, like, in organizing it, was it still hard? Did you still struggle to kind of get the word out?
1: Yeah, absolutely. But But definitely... The community of Comic-Con uh, really what made it all possible. You know, because of their Twitter and through my personal blog and through my natural friendships and connections with the show, all of that is really what made it all possible. Because you got people talking about it, and there people are sharing it and sharing with their friends. And uh, you know, if it wasn't for a very vocal community, we definitely would not even be here today. So, um, so I'm super grateful because because I already had a familiarity with this very passionate focused group of, of people customers basically that uh, you know my, my very first customers were people who were uh, fans of Comic Con that, that uh, you know purchased from us and so so yeah I don't know what we would have done <laughs> if we didn't have Comic Con you know because really it would have been what being on a on the street corner in front of Starbucks just <laughs> trying
0: like to <laughs> look at this blazer <laughs> it's Superman yeah
1: so yeah so that definitely was um uh, uh, yeah, there was no way we would have done that. Wow!
0: And you've come so far. The first brand you collaborated with, uh, it's DC. Yeah. And now you've expanded to Marvel, and you just announced Star Trek. Yeah. So talk about that.
1: Yeah. So Star Trek is a huge like passion. probably my first fandom when I was growing up, and I, you know, I was uh, I remember that was the first time my brother, my older brother, shared with me that this whole TV show is now a movie all the same people in it. And I, I remember my little mind being just so blown away with this idea that, oh, like, time is passing and they're growing up and their lives are changing and it's just expanding. And, and so this whole idea of an extended universe just was just totally, um, you, you know, enraptured me. And so uh, so since that time, to even as an adult, like, Star Trek has been such a huge, like, fandom of mine. So it's all kind of coming full circle now that, um, you know, we reached out to uh, CBS at a um, we're at a licensing expo in Vegas, and mm-hmm. so we reached out to them and just started talking and just shared a vision and shared our products, and you know they really loved what we were doing and wanted to collaborate. So, yeah. uh, so we uh, we literally just signed a contract like the, the ink's still wet. We just wow. signed it like literally, um, I mean it was a week ago or something like that. So, so we're going into San Diego with really more of like the. The hype event, where we're kicking it off with a very simple uh, collaboration t shirts but it's, our, our collection is, is far from ready, so it's going to be a little while until yeah. we get there. But we're, our goal is to, by the end of the year,
0: have some for fans. I'm glad you said that, because typically when you make an announcement such as, you know, look, uh, you know, collaboration with Star Trek, people are going to expect to see the full collection already, <laughs> ready to wear off the racks, like, at your booth. So I'm glad that you said that. Um,
1: well, you know, the reason why we wanted to go ahead and get the word out now is that comic-con is it's not just a great place to see you know awesome stuff but it's also for us it's a great place to get fan feedback and so I really wanted to get um, interaction with fans about what they want to see for something like Star Trek like what they would look forward to how they would like to see Star Trek represented in, in apparel so for me it was like we gotta get the word out just so we can have the interactions and have the you know the fan feedback I've asked like designers and like let's meet up and let's see if we Collaborate, yeah. so, so we really needed to launch it at San Diego, even though we don't really have, you know, merch for it besides our our our, our limited edition mm-hmm. um because I wanted to get the conversation going around Star Trek.
0: And I think that's great too, because when I look at Star Trek, it makes me think of Star Wars, even though they're completely different. Yeah. But I feel like the geek fashion options for Star Wars are a lot broader, and I feel like the sophisticated geek fashion wear for Star Trek doesn't quite exist yet so I'm really excited because I've seen some some skirts I've seen some tops but it's a little too for my taste it's a little too cosplay-y and your things that I've seen are not that you know yeah
1: so absolutely um, I think the um, if you would like to describe your your, maybe your average uh, Trekkie I Mm -hmm. think that it's uh, there definitely is uh, because Star Trek's always been a very cerebral fandom I think it's more intellectual, yes. it's more philosophical, mm-hmm. and, and so I think there's an opportunity there to create something that reflects that. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're really excited. I mean, it's the, you know, we're, we're at the drawing board, so it's not like we've got a specific things to plan out, but but yeah, with, with the fans' help and with a lot of, we still have to spend some time with CBS to sort of figure out what our roadmap is, but, but yeah, super excited, and um, uh, yeah, I can't wait.
0: I'm so excited to see it And, and even though I, I know not as much Of Star Trek I'm still just always excited to see like you know A fandom represented in fashion So with that uh, Let's talk about what you're going to bring this year to Comic Con
1: Yeah So this is a big year for us uh, Being our, our third year to exhibit um, San Diego I think the fans always come with the expectation That there's something new and different And um, they want to be the first To be Sort of the cutting edge of whatever's out in the market, so we definitely spend a lot of time in developing kind of what's what's coming up. And the uh, our our big uh, project has been our uh, the 50th anniversary Comic Con hoodie, which, which I'm, you're wearing, which I'm right wearing right now. now. Yeah, and uh, you know this has been such a big year for Comic Con. 50 years, like I know. You know I, I go to shows all over the nation, and I mean no one's. It no one doesn't like Comic Con. Yeah, no one. I mean, everyone's heard of it now. Yeah. Everyone wants to be there. Everyone who's been there has fond memories of it, and there's not another con that has five decades under its belt. You know, which is crazy. Which is crazy. Yeah, it is crazy to think about. Um, we have a show that is literally older than most of the people that attend it. It's crazy. That's so, so true. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so to have the opportunity to design, you know, they've not done a, a zipper jacket before, so. Mm-hmm. To be the one that uh, had opportunity to, to work with them to design it's a huge honor. Um, there's nothing I love more than Comic Con and its fans, and so yeah. to be able to design something for uh, for Comic Con fans it was a huge privilege. So, um, so yeah, so we um, uh, Comic Con did their their pre-orders weeks ago on it, sold out and like immediately. Right yeah, I Broadway. feel like, and then uh, you know we'll have um, we'll have merchandise uh, at our booth as well. So we're anticipating from, from it. From what we can tell, it's going to be very busy at the booth. Good. Um, yeah. So, which is great. Um, but yeah, so that's so that's uh, our kind of our big one that's coming out, and then we have a mm-hmm. celebrates not only Comic Con's fiftieth, but it's also Marvel's eightieth anniversary. Oh my gosh! Yeah. Yes. So we're we're also offering a Spider Man jacket as well for that. So it's like a Marvel eightieth Spider Man inspired uh, jacket, and uh, that which is the timing's great because the you know, the movie just came out. Uh, yeah. So. So uh, that's our very first Spider-Man product that we've done so far. It yeah. is. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Yeah. I just
0: realized that it yeah. is.
1: And uh, so really pumped about that because you know everyone loves Spider-Man. Yep. Um, <laughs> and uh, you know again, the when it comes to anniversaries, you just have to you know you have to celebrate that. So and speaking of anniversaries, it's also Batman's 80th anniversary. Oh my so, gosh. Yeah, so it's his an anniversary as well. So we have a, uh, a fashion tees coming out for Batman. They have an official logo, the, the 80 years logo for Batman. Right. So we're incorporating that into a, a t-shirt. So that's also another exclusive. And then oh, we're doing a, um, uh, we had a, last year we came out with the Captain America sweater that was based off of Infinity War. So it's sort of mm-hmm. muted blue, with you kind know, a, a dark gray uh, star. Right. And so uh, now that's with Endgame, Captain America's sort of back in his true colors. We mm-hmm. have a true cap sweater coming out for Comic-Con, Ooh. which is like bright royal blue with a white star, and it's just very vibrant mm-hmm. and celebrating his, uh, you know, his passing as I'm crossing yes. myself. Uh, you know? it
0: makes <laughs> me so sad every <laughs> time. Time. I'm like passing, i tired, time. I guess. you
1: tired, so. yeah.
0: Um,
1: but the, um, uh, so yeah, so that's coming out. It's really exciting. Uh, and, uh, and then lastly, the, the Star Trek uh, shirt. So yeah, so and then uh, all the other stuff too. Yeah, that. absolutely. Everything else is coming along with it. So, uh, but yeah, five exclusives is the most we've ever offered. We did uh, you know one exclusive first year, and then uh, three last year, and so this is the most exclusive that we've.
0: Ever it's offered. hard. I don't think people understand when, as a consumer, we're, we I think we just get so excited about seeing new things that they don't really think about all the work and design that goes into it, and it's just not like you have an idea, you put pen to paper, and then it's processed and it's done because you're working. With the brands, right? You actually have to kind of send it back and forth and get approval and things like that. How does that process work?
1: Yeah, that's that is the hardest part. Well, two hardest parts is you're working with uh, factories, factories that are for me both local uh, to the U.S. as well as in overseas. And so we're sending back and forth samples, and then not only that by picking those samples and sending them back and forth to the different uh, the sample itself. You have yeah, to send it. Yeah, oh, that so takes a long time. It takes a long time. <laughs> And, and then most most time it's like many iterations, and so so I'll I'll do you know notes, send it to the factory, they'll send it back to me, then I take that, send it to you know where Marvel, DC, or even Star Trek now, you know they'll they'll do their notes and send it back to me, I send it back to the factory for the updated notes, so that whole like that whole thing it takes weeks, months, months yeah. to do that. So so you know this whole process as we've been in the works from it from the beginning of the year and. Um, uh, and that's, that, that's, you know, that's part of the, uh, the blessing and the challenges of working with licenses, you know, that you just can't, you just on a whim can create something <laughs> and send it to factory and it's done. Like, you literally have to go through a multiple-step iteration approval process yeah. in order to get what you need to get. So, yeah. it was it's no wonder grade. you're not sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> For the most part, too, the, uh, all the companies I work with are, are great about it. Like, yes, they're cool. They, they want to give you as much creative liberties. But, um, but there's always little things like, oh, the, the logo is you know, this this way, that way, and the color this way, that way, and there's little things like that. But that's, just, that's part of the
0: course. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So let's talk about the sweater that you're wearing that is an exclusive Comic-Con 50th anniversary. I was actually so surprised because I'm so used to you doing specific fandom fashion yeah. that this kind of came out of the left field for me. But then I, as I think about it, I'm like, well, not really, because... You know, like, as I, in my head, I call you Mr. Comic-Con. So talk about this this hoodie, because it's, like, made for Comic-Con goers. Yeah, yeah. You know,
1: I wanted to create something that I felt like was made for attendees of mine. You know, that's, like, the idea of made by fans for fans. And um, something that uh, not only can be functional at the show, that people can proudly display the rest of the year about their love for Comic-Con because you know such, Comic-Con is such a unique beast that it mm-hmm. like Marvel and DC it has its own fandom like people are so proud of mm-hmm. Comic-Con and there and there hasn't been like a lot of merchandise for Comic-Con mm-hmm. over the years there's t-shirts and yep. there's now like uh, now recently they've offered some ball caps yeah. that kind of thing. but there hasn't been like a ton of merchandise Correct. for fans so um, and and so, I want to create something that is not only designed well for quality, but then also very functional. I basically took the, my inspiration was the Comic Con logo, the iconic eye logo, mm-hmm. and I kind of deconstructed that and kind of turned it into, um, you know, into a jacket. We normally, you know, our design aesthetic is a little bit more subtle. Mm-hmm. So, this definitely has more of a loud Ready and proud. Light, yeah. yeah, it's more loud and proud. Uh, but, you know, for me, it's like, it is like, it, it kind of reminds it reminds me of like Pride. You know, it's like, this is work. You know, it's us sort of like embrace it, yeah, embracing it and really being proud of who we, you know, who we are. So, uh, so that is very much a part of come or uh, here within the idea of really embracing and being proud of who you are and your fandom. You know,
0: yeah. So,
1: um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, this uh, we you know, we designed it with like multiple pockets and you know um, interior pockets as well and uh, high quality, durable, all breathable, all that sort of stuff. So. So, you know, like anything else, um, as many content creators, um, I'm nervous because, you know, you, you make something that you're close to for a people group that you're close to and you're just hoping that everyone loves it, yeah. you know? So, so there's a level of anxiety because I'm like, I, I, I'm hoping that everyone for the most part is just, like, they're buying it uh, just what they see on the website, you know? Right. Um, the people buy it in their booths, but for the most part, the Comic-Con, Customers have all bought it off of the website. Yeah. So, um, so you know, I'm nervous because I really want everyone to love it. Of course. And um, so we'll
0: see. I think for the merch. Well, first of all, were you surprised at how quickly it sold out, or not really? Because your stuff tends to sell out.
1: Yeah. um, Not, not really. Just because of comic con fans are just You know, they're very decisive. They're Mm -hmm. just very passionate. They have money and
0: they're ready to spend it. Yeah.
1: So I just had no doubt that they would do the same thing and so especially anything that's in that sort of exclusive type offering you know? yeah. So, so yeah I wasn't surprised by that because we know Comic Con fans don't mess around
0: they, they don't and when they when I it was crazy how quickly it sold out because I was like oh I I was like okay well for sure it won't sell on the small size yeah. just because I figure mostly men will purchase it yeah. right yeah. just because it's like it's a hoodie and yeah. they want to look cool and there again there's not a lot of stuff that looks like this guys and the girls been complaining about it forever so in a way it's sad but we're kind of used to it so I feel like when men saw it they flocked to it but it was it was just gone so quickly and then I saw all the smalls were gone I was like wait already so I will make a mad dash to your booth uh, on preview night so it's there how quickly would you for the for anyone who's listening who really wants their hands on the sweater they miss the pre-sale how quickly should they get to your booth?
1: Uh, very quickly because we've had a lot of people indicate that their first stop is our booth mm-hmm. uh, but I think we're going to do um, Preview Night will distribute immediately when the floor opens but on the regular days I think we're going to do um, two distribution times 9 o'clock and 2 oh, o'clock smart yeah because I feel like there's still fans that just can't make it their first thing or you know maybe um, because they're disabled or they just have limitations they can't make the mad dash to the booth Right. And so, out of fairness, mm-hmm. I feel like we want to offer it at a second time during the day. Yeah. Um, but there's just strong.
0: I mean, there's indig- no guarantee. Like yeah, I feel guarantee. like you know, with but, exclusives, whether it's fashion or toys or collectibles, like if you really want it, you try and just get to that, booth or have someone go for you.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it will definitely be a mad dash. Good.
0: Out of everything you created when you were within, do you have a favorite piece? Yeah. I know it's like asking, like, who's your favorite kid? Right. <laughs> but <laughs>
1: um, Yeah,
0: yeah, gosh, that's,
1: yeah, that is hard to...
0: Well, I guess top three, you could
1: say. Yeah. You know, probably the, the, my favorite design has been the Wonder Woman jacket, the, the denim jacket. Really? Yeah. And I think the reason why is the, the denim style itself is... I mean, there's been denim jackets that have been around the mm-hmm. many times, so that's nothing new. But you know, with us integrating the Wonder Woman logo in the back, and I think that the, the conversation that was caused around it, you know, that idea that like, oh, God, it's okay for guys to wear Wonder Woman, of like course. I think, yeah. yeah. And that whole thing, because when it first came out, there was like, you know, just some vocal minority of dudes that were like, hey, that's kind of weird, and that's like sissy, or, or soft, it's like homophobic responses, you know. And, and, um, and to see, like, you know, we would always have like, we'd have couples walk up to the booth and the girl would say like, oh, like, check out that Wonder Woman jacket, you can wear that. And the guy would say, well, Wonder Woman, like I can't wear that. And right. she'd be like, I've been wearing Batman and Wonder Woman my whole life. Right, you know, it's like, okay for. Think, it? Yeah. And then you can kind of see the light bulb go on for the guy and then so, the fact that it's more than just a denim jacket, I feel like it's it was at least at that specific time and place there's an opportunity for kind of the needle of change to sort of push a little bit to get, like, kind of expand people's thinking about who are our heroes, who is okay, who should we embrace, who should we emulate, is this same gender-specific, or, you know, that kind of thing, and so it's really amazing to think of even when Wonder Woman came out versus when Captain Marvel came out yeah. this past year, I feel like the conversation changed quite oh, a bit, yeah, yeah. in yeah. just that short period of time. So... Um, so I think I had the most like emotional sort of connection with that, you know, because I received so much heat about it earlier on. Really? Oh yeah. Yeah. We I mean, just saw everywhere we posted, there was always people who were responding negatively about it.
0: About a men's denim jacket that yeah, had yeah. a very subtle Wonder Woman logo yeah, yeah. on it. Oh yeah. That's so everywhere. interesting.
1: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, anywhere we posted, there was always a handful of comments of guys thinking that it was, it was this year. So, but there were so many. I know it's, it seems absurd now. Yeah, I know. But but there was always a, a very a reactionary group of fans that would come around that and also defend it as well as buy it, which was also great for me. But um, but I think that just that sort of ca- that sort of um, capturing that cultural experience, in that moment of time. I think that kind of I always take that with me, you know, because I feel like oh, we're, we were part of you know we it was a much larger conversation happening, but you know, you know, in a small way we contributed, you know? And yeah. it's so, so I'll always kind of keep in the heart thing for a long time.
0: Yeah. That is probably, I own several of your pieces. And I think that is my favorite because one, it goes with everything, <laughs> denim jacket. And two, I love it. I do love it when people kind of, when I turn around, they're like, hey, is your denim jacket, is that Wonder Woman? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And they're like, oh my God, that's great. And then they'll ask for a picture because yeah. then they'll ask where to find it. And I'm like, you're within, yeah. and here's their website, here's their Twitter, everything. Uh, awesome. um, and same thing with the Captain Marvel jacket. I yeah. get stopped all the time. You're like, Is that Captain Marvel jacket? And they're like, that's so legit because it looks like a flight jacket. Which is, I, I feel like you really put not not just like, here's what the colors look like, here's the brand. I'm going to slap it onto something and hope it works. And you really research and see what's going to fit and see what people are, what we don't have on the market.
1: Well, you know, it's interesting because I feel like we, Everything kind of came around at the same time that the uh, things like like uh, bounding, you know, Disney bounding, like just the whole idea of like inspiration from and broad strokes, and um, you don't have to have like big, gearish logos, but they right. actually can be just taking cues from different elements. And sure, not a lot of people might not recognize it off the bat, but if you know it, as well as other fandoms know it, then that, that means something to you, so, um, so I think that what's been so fun is um, fans want um, clothing that's, like, smart, you know, and, and integrated, and something that's has, like, it's more revealed, like, it's a subtle reveal of, yes. you know, of who, you, of, you know, who you are, um, so yeah, so it's, it's fun, it's fun to yeah. sort of play around that, to uh, see that fans, they don't love that.
0: That's my favorite and I love everything that you just said, which leads me to my next question. Where do you kind of envision fat geek fashion going from here on out? Because now it's a lot more, I don't want to say wildly accepted, but it's definitely more embraced.
1: Um, I definitely there's tons of rooms to grow. I think that's, uh, I think when it comes to still professional where there's still a long way to go. I think that the, in fandom, the clothing is getting better nicer quality mm-hmm. we're seeing things more like sweaters and cardigans more dresses uh, more casual jackets but I still think when it comes to things like blazers and blouses and more formal wear yes. just, things, just things that are just more high level yes. it's still there's plenty of room to grow even like you know, we, we have a Batman blazer Superman blazer mm-hmm. and, um, and while those have been um, very popular for a certain sort of fan or a certain type of customer they're not our our biggest selling items out of what we sell you know so i think still think that there's still room to grow still room to evolve that style um they really go after the sort of more high high fashion professional sort of space yeah so um so yeah i definitely think that there's some, there's room there as well um and you know i i definitely think that there are there's still just to me there's still too much real obvious yes. action out there Agreed. Um, and nothing wrong with that like i got plenty of that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but i still think there's still room for uh, more subtle apparel and so um another thing too is i think quality wise um, things that yeah it just needs to be more quality you know I yeah. think that we have there's, there's awesome designs out there but some of those designs you take it and you throw in the wash a couple times so it's like fast fashion it's
0: yeah. disintegrated after like a wash you're yeah. like wow cares? yeah yeah <laughs> so
1: I think that there's more options out there but I think the quality's not quite there either and uh, so I think up in the quality game offering more um, features like pockets you know I think that yes. every jacket out there and dress every every. Everything needs to have like tons of pockets, you yes. know. And so even our, uh, our, you know, our Comic Con yeah, game. I
0: haven't seen the inside of your yeah. jacket. I will mean, showing me right now.
1: Yeah, it's uh, you know, we've got uh, it's got um, you know, pockets on the inside as well. And and I
0: love the internal pockets. Yeah, there's sure. my favorite because like that's where I put my cell phone. Yeah.
1: And hoodies don't have pockets, right? No, and so, they don't. Inside they pockets, have, like
0: one, like yeah. one giant In the
1: one, or two mm-hmm. on the sides. And you know, you typically you don't have inside pockets on hoodies. So I'm like, yeah. why? Why would you not have inside pockets on a hoodie? And, and then with our you know so with our dresses we offer the hoodies or pockets as well, and I'm always amazed with how many ladies have, have still come by and are like, it's got pockets like they've never seen them before. It's right?
0: so rare. It's, it's so rare. It's
1: ridiculous. That's that's ridiculous. Like pockets should be standard on, on everything. You
0: know? Exactly. So I
1: think just you know quality features, all this sort of stuff needs to like, needs to yeah. go up in the, in the future, and it's, it's getting there. It's, yeah. It's, it's
0: I mean, I 100% appreciate you putting not just, like, your standard two pockets on things, but you have multiple pockets. Like, whenever I wear my my Captain Marvel jacket, I yeah. don't even take a purse. Because I'm like, I'm set, I'm ready. Yeah. Um, and for the Black Panther dress that I wore to the ending and premiere, yeah. they were very specific about this when we went. They're like, You're, for ladies, if you brought a bag, it had to be a certain dimension by a certain dimension. Well, and it was 100%. not that much bigger than my phone. Yeah. And I said, well, if I'm wearing Tony's dress, then I am not going to bring... Any purses, and I didn't, and everything fit, and it still didn't look bulgy, yeah. which was the best part. And I was so comfortable in the theater, I was like, yeah. yes, <laughs> I don't have to lug any sort of like crazy purse with me, because I always I'm the one that like forgets it, and I have to run back and be like, oh my god, where I, where did I leave my purse? Yeah. <laughs> so with Comic Con coming right around the corner, uh, can you give our listeners tips on how to pack for their Comic Con? Like, what is essential that would go in your suitcase? And also, what would you take with you on the days of where you're walking the floor?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, probably the the number one tip that I just usually suggest, uh, it's less of a fashion tip and more of a practical tip. Mm-hmm. Is,
0: Practical's okay. Yeah.
1: So, obviously, shoes are important, but more importantly, um, insoles. Okay. So, multiple insoles. Oh. So So, a lot of people have, like, um... One pair of shoes that they, they want to wear for that year, you know, so a special pair of shoes, uh, you know, special pair of Converse, Vans, or whatever that's branded for mm-hmm. Star Wars or whatever. Like they have their thing, right? Um, but if you wear the same pair of shoes every day for you know for a week, whatever, it really causes problems. You know, a lot of soreness, yeah. blisters, all that stuff. So you you combat that by you buy several different brands of insoles, different styles and supports, different gel inserts. And when you swap them out every day, it actually is much better on your feet. You'll notice a huge difference if you do, do it like that. And so um, you you know you're, even if, when you have a, a good insole in your shoes, it gets impacted, anywhere, and you wear it every day. You just you create problems. And So when you have feet problems and you have lower back problems, and then you're carrying back all that sort of stuff, and so multiple inserts for you know the same pair of shoes or multiple shoes, whatever. And that will do wonders.
0: That's literally the most, this is the tip that's blowing my mind. Because I think Comic Con, in my head, I immediately say, like, a bottle of water or a water bottle, a granola bar, hand sanitizer, because, like, we get, like, the, the con flu afterwards and you don't want that. But I have never even thought of a, of insoles at all. So tomorrow, when I go to CBS, I'm going to pack up. You heard it here first from Tony Kim, uh, tips, pro tips for Comic Con. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, so so definitely, um, definitely that, and of course, everyone wants to be comfortable. Um, but for me, like, comfort comes second to fashion. So yes. <laughs> you know, yeah, you to uh, I you know want everyone to bring their A game when it comes to you know fashion. Of course. Um, but you know, uh, but for me, Comic um, Con really is the best time to just express yourself. Like, to really, like, just to, um, you know, challenge listeners to. Um, really choose carefully what you're going to wear each day because it's amazing to me how many people when you're in these different settings, they recognize something, they see something, they start they start a conversation with you, that leads to people hanging out, new friends, all that, so just simply a shirt you wear can really make a huge difference in your life which is a crazy thing to think about, right. but because of the choices that you make on your outside, you make all kinds of connections, you identify with the tribe, you get sort of the firm for what you love, yeah. the weirder the better, you know. So um, so to me it's, it's more than just wearing clothes that are comfortable or functional, But it's like oh, like you have a chance to really make a genuine connection with someone else that you've never, you know, never met. And uh, to me, Com- the value of Comic-Con is the community itself, you know, and, and so, mm-hmm. especially if you're really more introverted, if you wear something right. that can sort of help make a connection. You know, that, I think that's, that's huge. So I remember experiencing that for the first time back years ago when uh, the TV show Chuck was on. Right. Yeah. And going to those panels and people wearing. i would never seen in fandom people, like, um, at that time, hand-making so much Chuck paraphernalia. Really? Uh, yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, just iron-ons and that kind of thing. it didn't exist. This. It didn't exist. Yeah. Were, there wasn't really that much Chuck stuff. And so there was so much just creativity when you came to that, and then after that, Doctor Who, Doctor Who mm-hmm. has a huge amount of custom, yeah. creative, you know, people who are, everything from iron-ons to very elaborate, steampunk, whatever, Right. but that reason why people do that is not just to, mm-hmm. to express yourself, but to, to identify yourself with the tribe and to make that connection, so so clothing has that power, you know, to, to be able to express yourself as well as to connect with a, a larger community. So. So, you know, so I definitely encourage people to, it's, that's important. an important decision. You know, you're, you're what you choose to, to wear that week, it's, it's significant.
0: That's amazing. Uh, so before we wrap this up, can you please tell our listeners where they can find you at Comic-Con and on the social media? Yeah.
1: So at Comic-Con, I will be at booth 2047, which is kind of near the middle of the floor, right um, next to Sideshow Collectibles. And then, yeah, so can't, that, miss it. can't miss it. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, we have a few panels uh, this week, we're hosting uh, Building a Geek Brand uh, on Friday at the and We just bring together different uh, brands together and help to uh, <laughs> uh, give guidance to young content creators about how they can build the brand up and really how they can turn their uh, passions into a career. And then I'll we'll be on stage, here with them, we'll be on stage at the DC Comics booth.
0: Yay. Um, yeah,
1: on Friday at 2.30 and Saturday at 3.00. And we'll be, we're actually going to be conducting like some games for the audience, as well as sharing who we are and what we do. And So that's going to be uh, two different times. And so um, catch us at, at DC. Yeah.
0: That's awesome. So uh, we will be able to, I'm going to post this too on geekandglitter.com, so yep. you can make sure you find all that information. But be sure to follow Tony Kim at
1: herewithinstore.com and you can find us on social at herewithinhink I-N-C Perfect. and then uh, on all the social and then uh, my personal stuff is crazy crazy for Comic-Con crazy number four Comic-Con
0: thank you guys that is it that wraps up our amazing Comic-Con yeah. themed fashion filled episode
1: this time uh, next week we're going to be buried oh in 150,000 fans yeah, I know so, I'm going to try <laughs> to
0: find you we'll take a picture that's
1: right alright great
0: <laughs> thanks everyone for listening thank you Tony for all right. joining us today thanks. we, thanks we will see you or hear you on the next episode All right, bye if you enjoyed this episode be sure to subscribe to this podcast and leave us a rating and a review we love five stars share with your friends who also enjoy geek fashion and lifestyle for the latest on geek fashion and updates follow us on twitter and instagram at geek and glitter or visit www.geekandglitter.com if you have any questions or suggestions on what you like to hear on this podcast, go ahead and email us at geekandglitter at gmail.com. That is geek, the letter N, glitter at gmail.com. Tune in next time for more Geek and Glitter.